All right, welcome everybody to the second double feature of this uh, season, which helps us catch up and, and then we'll, we're on a regular schedule so you don't have to feel like, man, he's bombarding me with so much episodes. But hey, we probably enjoyed this double feature because these movies were outright ridiculous. <laughs> Three and four did not get any better at all. And... Again, there wasn't any connection to any of it. So we're going to be talking about the like if the, if this leprechaun is the same one or are we just dealing with doppelgangers or uh, he's just part of the multiverse and it's just a different version of him. But yeah, we're just going to get to it because in reality, uh, three and four actually lived up to the expectation that they were going to be pretty horrible so let's go ahead and just kick it off let's kick it off we are no okay so we're gonna look at the geographical locations of where this leprechaun has really traveled so he first in the first movie he traveled from ireland to north dakota to get his gold back uh in the second movie he just appeared in los angeles because hey somehow the iron ireland people picked the exact tree he was going to be in to give to houdini so what a what a load of chance on that one and then now he's in vegas but he doesn't just appear in vegas like someone taking his gold like we don't get the whole backstory of how this this guy who had him encased in stone got him we, he just comes into the pawn shop to pawn him off warns the guy not to take off like not to remove the medallion and then just gets his money and leaves so he just randomly shows up now in vegas and now we have the other weakness, which we kind of talked about in the second one where uh, it, he was worried about, you know, he's uh, that's one of his weaknesses, but we never had seen it until now. So the crazy part about this is that uh, the shop owner obviously doesn't pay attention to the warnings, takes off the medallion, and then, of course, the leprechaun comes alive. But the thing is, is that the leprechaun comes alive, goes away. And then, so obviously the shop owner looks, says the statue's not here. Oh, but here's a pot of gold. And then the leprechaun gets mad that he has his gold. And it's like, this is where uh, each time I look at this, I'm like, why are you getting mad when someone's looking at your gold when you just left it there? You know, like every time he misses, he's missing a coin. It's always because he's dropped it. The second one, he's done it. This one, he's done it again, right? So the second one, he dropped it. The other kid got it. And then he got super mad that he had it. And this one is kind of the same. He grabbed his gold uh, and, you know, warned the shop owner not to not to get the gold. And as he was leaving, he dropped the coin. And somehow he was just like, whoa, you got my coin. Even though the guy never even grabbed it again. He he was uh, preparing himself to to go get 
uh, the you know the more of the gold, and so again we we get this this theory of him just protecting his gold, but yet he's always very uh, loose at uh, losing it, right? And again, the shop owner gets greedy, and we already know uh, in any horror film, and I think in most any like film where like if the bad guy ever gets super greedy, you just know they're they're gonna die. So. We already knew the first you know, first person who was gonna get killed was the shop owner, right? Uh, and then one of the things that I, I thought was so ridiculous was okay, we gotta talk about his his mythology, right? So in the second movie, uh, obviously we got the the friend uh, talking about like if you cat uh, capture the leprechaun, they're supposed to grant you three wishes, right? And obviously he was. Uh, you, you got to be careful with your wishes because they can kind of manipulate them. Simple, simple tests like that, right? So, but now in this one, uh, is if you have one of the piece, the the coins, you can you can make a wish and it, and it will be granted. But that means you're we're going from three wishes to a hundred wishes because he always has a hundred coins, like. How is that any control? Like, how, who wrote this and said, hey, this is what we can do? And again, ignored the other stuff that was already established. Like, seriously, writers, what were you thinking? Okay, but anyway, back to it. And then the other thing that was kind of ridiculous was in the second one, he was able to vanish and, and like re reappear his gold. So he, he really didn't have to worry about, you know, hiding it. And then this one, he can't. He's just like, oh, I got to hide it. And he, and he hides it. And I'm just like, couldn't you have just done what you did before? But then again, is this the same leprechaun that we saw in number two? Because so far in number one, number two, they've exploded. The only one who said he was going to come back was number two or was number one. Sorry. And so uh, are, who are who are we dealing with? Is this like a leprechaun reincarnation? Right. Did he just reincarnate again and start, you know, doesn't remember anything that he's done before? Uh, but anyway, going off to a tangent on that one. Okay, so now we're we're meeting like the kind of characters that are in here, and I think uh, I I felt most of the time as I was watching these stories of the guy helping the girl get to the casino and her helping her sneak in, uh, the magician, the the girl that works at the at the casino, the casino owner. The, I, I sat there most of the movie being like, I am wasting my time even knowing about you guys. Like, if you guys are going to die, go ahead. Like, there is no reason for me to even care about what you guys are doing at all. Like, it was it was, it was a necessary buildup to him, like, to the connection to them. And so, anyway, we, we got this whole story. Uh, and now we have this, this kid who's kind of the main-ish character per se other than leprechaun being the main character but now we got this kid who's going to you know he's heading to cali to go to college and uh obviously the girl thinks it's ridiculous to go to college but i'm guessing that's how it was back in the 90s like why are you going to school i don't know anyway she makes fun of him but then she helps him get into the casino now he wants to, you know, he's always wanted to gamble because it's just always been so fascinating. And you know what? I have gambled before. Like, I'm not going to say, like, no, it's not as fascinating. But I did. I 
I did. Um, I mainly stuck to to blackjack because it was a lot more of a mind game that I can kind of play. But when it came to like roulette and the craps, I didn't understand them. And the one time I did roulette, I lost eighty dollars in one spin. So if you've never gambled before and you're like, "What do you mean one spin?" It's just basically this: you have a table where you pick uh, numbers, uh, colors, black, uh, I believe black, white, and then there's always a green, which is like the double zero, which you have very low chance of it landing on it if, I guess, they're not cheating. Because if you look at the movie, she hits a button and the mag- you know, the magnet somehow chooses the, a different number. But anyway, I had only 80 bucks. I chose all the numbers uh, that I needed to. And then they just, they spin where all the numbers are and then they throw the marble and then the marble kind of goes, well, unfortunately for me, it landed in the green, meaning everybody on the table lost. And I was just like, never again will I do that. So anyway, that's, that's kind of just how it was. And this, you know, this kid, I think if they also did, uh, the roulette table and obviously he lost like immediately $23,000 one, I don't know who in the world would do that, even though I've seen people like high rollers as I've gone into casinos just pour down money like crazy. And I'm just like, how can you do that? Like so much of a risk. So this kid used, I guess, his tuition money. And he's like, I'm going to just gamble this. And that's where we kind of get to how he starts connecting into uh, him being uh, like how the leprechaun starts connecting with all these other characters. He loses all his money. They tell him, go to the pawn shop and maybe you can pawn you know, your grandfather's watch and then come back and try to win your money back. So then he goes, you know, and finds the shop owner dead. And then he finds the coin. But the weird part is that he doesn't even know that the coin has magical powers at all. He just hears that he hears like the computer say like, well, if you have a coin, you make a wish and it will be granted. But yet, how would he have known that the, the coin he found is is the one that grants the wish? I, that's <laughs> that's where I'm just like, again, like, this is just chance. Like, all of a sudden, it just happened to be that he grabbed it, and he looked, and he just said, well, what if I just make the wish? And then it just happened, and he doesn't click that the coin is it until later on that they start realizing that, oh, if you have the coin, you can make a wish, right? Well... He makes the wish, goes back, and starts winning his money. Now, pause. Before before he starts even winning his money, we now have this storyline of the magician. And I 100% look, magic is all part of an illusion. It's it's kind of distracting what, you know, like the the viewer to to see the unseen. And that's how kind of it works. Um, But I believe his act would have been a lot better if he, he, you know, he actually spoke rather than just being a jerk or just kind of doing, you know, the cheesiest movements. I think that's the only reason why his act sucked. Because after when he makes his wish to be the best magician, the, he's talking, he's he's like feeding to the crowd. And, and that's what makes his act better. And I'm just like, well, why didn't he do that in the beginning? He didn't need the wish. He just needed to have better charisma. But anyway, we meet him, who's obviously a struggling, um, a struggling magician, and so then now we get him involved because they 
the kid won a lot of money, and I, and I honestly, I had no interest in remembering how much money he won. But the girl that was like kind of like teammates with the magician who was there getting losing the money, um, told them, "Hey, we got money. Like we got, I think it was like a hundred thousand. Well, anyway, like again, I didn't, I really didn't care. Well, she says, "Hey, go sneak in his room, get that, and get a coin that I want." Again, she doesn't even know what the coin is, but she just wants the coin. Well, he goes in, gets at least the coin, but doesn't get the money. And then in comes the leprechaun, finding his coin, because he realized that now the kid has it. Bites the kid, and then, you know, the the kid stabs him, and then blood gets on the wound. And then, all of a sudden, <laughs> we have this kid starting to turn like a leprechaun. Like... <laughs> Like, what is this? Like, The Walking Dead? Are we talking about zombies here? And then that go- that brought me into the question, well, why didn't the dad who got bit become a leprechaun? Was it the fact that blood got into the wound that started to make him kind of convert into a leprechaun? Or was it the bite? Because the dad got bit, and we didn't see the dad. So what if the dad this whole time was just struggling in the hospital with him trying not to turn it or turning into the leprechaun and everyone's like, what's going on? And then after he blew up, that's why he showed up at the end. Cause he was like, Oh, I'm all better now. Right. Again, they probably didn't think about that, but I thought it was just so, so ridiculous that the bite and I, I and I'm guessing the combination with the blood is the one thing that started making this kid start turning into a leprechaun. And only because the whole folklore thing on the computer, on the pawn shop owners, uh, computer was saying like uh, the most dangerous thing is having two leprechauns together like they're gonna fight for the gold and so I, when I realized when he started turning I was like oh no like are we gonna follow everything that that folklore uh, video says because it randomly was given and or the shop owner randomly had it <laughs> uh and so now we have him coming to 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 get his coin and it's bouncing off to everybody and each person who has made a wish other than the kid because he got bit and so obviously he was becoming a leprechaun and so I guess he wasn't meant to die but anyway, every, everyone else who came in, in contact with it, so the the one girl that was with the mu- magician, the magician, the even the casino owner, all of them died, right? In the dumbest ways possible, a hundred percent dumbest ways possible. If you can like get a list of what dumb ways could you die, these were all the dumbest ways. She wished to be. Uh, beautiful again so the leprechaun when i say she i'm talking about the one who was with the magician uh then he ends up like inflating her like liposuction i don't know any injections whatever you can call it and then blows up (laughs) you know and the magician gets basically sawed in half and and we get like this whole um american horror story type of type of freak show uh scenario here but a lot more cheesy and it really didn't it wasn't like a oh no it was just like uh not this again (laughs) and then um the shop owner or not the shop owner sorry the uh casino owner ends up dying through an illusion 
and he just gets shocked. And then the other people that were, I guess, were they were bookies again. All these storylines had nothing; like there was no investment in them. And then other people just got killed on the way. So <laughs> that was basically it. Just anybody who was there just died. And we get to the end, and you know, it may sound that I'm rushing this, and if it does. It's because that's how ridiculous this was. Like, you can sit here and, and spend an hour and a half watching the movie and be like, I just wasted all my time. So, basically, what I'm, what we're discussing is basically the whole movie. We get to the end. One of the things to destroy him, again, uh, is, uh, of course, the four-leaf clover, the medallion that no one ever grabbed. Well, she kind of grabbed because... When he, the the kid that was kind of, you know, turning into a whatever leprechaun zombie or whatever you call it, was like, ah, get that away. And so in her mind, she said, okay, this could help. But they really never used it at all. Um, but then uh, the other thing is destroying the gold. And then, you you know, by destroying the gold, you can also use the gold to, to destroy him. And so that's what they do, right? At the, at the end, they're, they're kind of like this stand stand in or stand up or whatever they're just gonna fight him and then this kid grabs a flamethrower and just puts it on the pot of gold and then he blows up and the money is destroyed and i and i just sat there being like okay i don't want to be too scientific on this i get it it was 1995 i don't want to really push this whole uh accuracy into this movie but i know for a fact that flamethrower would not have melted the gold enough to be destroyed like it and it, it it needed a lot more heat it needed it just needed so much and maybe it's because i have met people who do all this uh type of um what do you call it? Uh, metal work. And they, you know, they've created things, but they always tell me that it has to be at a certain degree for specific metals to, to actually melt and become liquid. And that flamethrower wouldn't have done it. So I just sat there being like, you see, you are you going to really destroy it? And, and it, and it happened. Obviously they had to just somehow kill him. But yet the girl ends up coming up at the end and saying, look, look, I have a coin. Do you want to make one last wish? I like, I can make one and we can be all happy. And he's like, no, it's not worth it. And, and I just sat there and I'm like, wait, then how could, how could he have blown up if there was one coin still left? Technically it's like all or nothing, right? Like if, if one is not destroyed, he, he can come back. But yet again, we don't get that because the next chapter he's in space. <laughs> he's he, and so the third one we ended again, kind of like the second one, where it was just like, "Hey, look, we got one coin. You would you want to do something?" And they're like, "Nope, it's not worth it," you know. And then they just live happily ever after and kind of walking away because he's blown up. And I'm like, "Okay, why is he always dying in the end of these movies?" Like, I get it, he's the bad guy, but like the first one, at least, it would have made a lot more sense of. His resurrecting is if people were finding his gold, and that's the reason why he's coming back. But the fact that he's just appearing out of nowhere is what I think is just 
made this series probably the dumbest of all horror movies ever. And again, this is not a disrespect to Warwick Davis, who is probably the only one that has continued on with who who made this franchise. I'm not sure if he wrote it. I'm not sure if he, he kind of helped it. But hey, actors got to do what an actor's got to do to get paid. And he got a gig. And this gig lasted all the years, right? We started off with 93. Number two was 94. Uh, then number uh, this one was 95 and then um, Leprechaun 4 in space is 96 so he had a gig every year so he was getting paid so no disrespect to the actor because again he does what he can with his script that is given to him right and the direction of director so whoever got chosen to do all this you know it's all on you guys but <laughs> this is like the worst and so before we get on to how number four, really brought it to the more extreme of ridiculousness we're going to take a little break and then we will be right back So we are back and <laughs> loving number four on on and if you can't hear my sarcasm in that, uh, I was probably more disappointed in number four than anything because I was thinking uh, that this was gonna follow kind of Jason in space type of scenario and we're gonna hit those movies uh, which is Friday the Thirteenth and all this stuff, but um later on but just know that jason is an entity he was a, a kid who died during camp mom started killing everybody and there was a ritual i'm not sure if the mom did the ritual but anyway he started coming back to kill well there's a moment in time in one of the movies where the people come i think they they grab something from earth that is no longer habitable so that's why they're just coming to grab samples and they find, uh, you know, Jason's body. And then that's kind of how he just, you know, comes to life and then just starts killing everybody because that's what he does, right? It's part of that's a normal 80s slasher movie. That's just how it turned out. And I believe that was probably done in the 90s. Again, we'll get to it when we get to it. Um, but this, again, had nothing to do with, uh, hey, we I found his gold and... Uh, now this leprechaun's coming in. There was actually a hundred percent no mention that he was a leprechaun in this whole movie. He was just a creature. He was just an alien life form in this planet. That it was his planet that was uh, covered in like all the caves were gold, like conveniently. And again, and on this one we get the the fact that. Uh, that now uh, he has stolen a princess to then wed. And it's funny because at the beginning, the princess was like, I'm not going to wed you. You're, you know, you're ugly. You're nothing and blah, 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 and this and that and la, la, la. And then he's like, well, I know your dad wasted all his money. And so you have no money. And guess what? And then he shows him his gold. It's like, I got money. And she's like, well, well, yeah, that's okay. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, how big of a gold digger do you have to be to to marry the dude? Like, a hundred percent. 
Warwick Davis uh, without makeup. Very handsome man. But when they had to put it, like, the whole leprechaun, leprechaun was gross. And she's just going to be okay because of money. Like, ugh, I'm like, ugh, values. You know, that was 96, you know? <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, we get the worst graphics that you could ever, you could ever imagine. Like, the worst of the worst graphics. And maybe whoever, like, maybe they didn't have the, the budget to do it. But you could tell 100% tell that they were, it, it was just, it, 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 that's how terrible it was. I can't even tell you how terrible it was. That's how terrible it was. Anyway, it was 96, so we're not even going to get to the, uh, to the parking of it. And then we meet this uh, Marines that, again, there's no buildup to them. I really don't care. Their storyline has nothing to do with any of it at all. They're just there to do a mission. You get this one guy who has, like, me- like half metal on his head. And I'm like, how, how, how is he even alive? Right? And they tell him his story. And... They said that like in the, one of the last wars, his his skull was uh, his skull was blown off. Like that, the whole skull was blown off halfway, and he still was able to carry someone uh, to safety. And I'm like, there is no way he could have actually lived at all. Like, there's got to be something up. And again, uh, we're this was so ridiculous. I'm just gonna tell you. Like, we end up finding out he's a cyborg or he's a machine. And which makes total sense because there's no way an actual human could have survived his head being blown off halfway and done that. Like maybe he could have had the adrenaline, but there was no way he would have survived at least the whole aftermath of this. So now they get to this, you know, to try to find this mythical, you know, or not mythical creature, sorry, this alien, right? This this alien life form creature uh, to kill him or, and then, get whatever they needed to get which i'm guessing if i remember was maybe the princess because so far they didn't really mention that they were trying to get the princess they were trying to get something else like i think he was stealing he was uh stealing mining uh materials or or all the like mining stuff so all the gold per se and so i think that's why they were after him uh but then we (laughs) You know, they, they go there, and obviously we're, we're following, you know, the same suit of Star Wars. And if anybody's a fan of Star Wars, I am I'm meaning any offensive, if, if anything possible. I hope you you just have thought about this when it comes to the time, because I'm not even sure it's ever explained. But they land to this planet, and they're just able to, like, walk in, breathe it, like nothing. So, it. And that's just exactly how Star Wars is. Like, somehow they can go from planet to planet, and, and hey, it has breathable air for everybody. Right? Congrats. Wow. Right? <laughs> right? Uh, so, anyway. And then we get kind of a Star Wars-y vibe at, at the beginning because the first death within, like, 14 minutes... Uh, or, not sorry. Within 14 minutes, they kill him. But, like, when he kills the first Marine... He, like, pulls out, like, a laser sword and, like, stabs him and murders him. And I'm just like, what is, like, is he a Sith? Is is he in Star Wars? Am, am I watching the wrong movie? <laughs> like, did did we just cross uh, different universes and all of a sudden now we're, we're watching this? Like, where's the Jedi? Are they going to come and get him? Like, that was the ridiculousness of this movie. 
Um, and they kill him. They 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 blow him up. In, or, or to, for, well, he blow he lands on a grenade and then blows up. And everyone's like, "Yeah, we killed him." And I'm like, "Okay, cool. Movie's over. We're done." And obviously, they get kind of greedy because they're like, "Hey, take all the gold." Um, but then this dude, uh, <laughs> one of the Marines pee, pees on him, and then all of a sudden, like you see his head wink. Like coming back to to like to life, kind of like a, like Terminator, but it was a lot worse. It, it was it ended up being out of like um uh, like Alien, but not scary like Alien. It was just more like a this guy was about to get you know like get it on with a girl, and then all of a sudden the leprechaun pops out of his penis. <laughs> it made no sense how he came like. I there was no connection other than like when he was peeing on him he like felt a shock and it was like what is that somehow the way that you were gonna come back anyway so then that's how he gets on the ship but this whole time he's not after his gold remember he's starting to kill these people mainly because they took the princess because supposedly she was gonna stay with him because of the money uh and so the whole time we're watching this uh we meet like the the worst acting of uh i guess a russian person right the the leader who i already knew was probably was a cyborg like the way he talked and all that stuff we we already knew he he was just terrible and then we just get you know this other scientist who's very cringy like seriously who's about to molest the 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 sleeping woman and the other guy was about to watch i think he wasn't going to do anything but until the other guy got sidetracked about his her regeneration and then wanted to try it on him and then and then all of a sudden like we get this leprechaun who his, again, he's not a leprechaun. I don't know if I should even call him a leprechaun on, on in number four because, again, he's an alien life form. But anyway, we get him going off killing all these people, asking them, you know, like, hey, where's where's the princess? Where is she? Not even knowing that they had taken his gold or not even wondering about his gold at all. And then they go into a place, a, a, like a location that supposedly the 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 one doctor no not the molesting one but the one girl doctor says hey you can't go there without a suit because it has like some like bacteria that will kill you and so they end up going into that place but yet how did this uh, alien life form leprechaun whatever know he also needed a suit right he was he was he had a suit and i was just like how did he know like there, there was no way he knew, unless he just somehow knew that. That's what you do in that room. I don't know. I, I just, I when I saw him in a suit, I'm like, how did he know? <laughs> how did he know? And it must have been super toxic because he just cuts the one, the one guy's suit open. And he just like burned up. <laughs> uh, I was just like, I, it was just. Uh, it was so dumb. And then of course everybody just dies. Except you know, this I'm gonna it, this this is the first movie though that you thought the black character died and he actually doesn't. He survives at the end. So applaud to whoever wrote it 
because holy cow, you guys kept the the black character alive. You know, <laughs> most movies, and you get parodies off of this. We're, we'll we'll also include all these like parody horror films, like Scary Movie and stuff like that. But even in Scary Movie, and then these other like uh, movie like horror films, they've always started like making fun of it. That oh no, if you're you know. Uh, if you're black, you're going to die first. Or if you're like Asian, like if you're every other ethnicity, but white, you're going to die first. And it, I'm going to be 100% honest. If you start looking at those movies and you kind of notice who dies first, you're like, hmm, yeah, they're they're 100% right. So on this one, uh, hey, you, you thought the brother was going to die. He, he survived. So congrats on that. Uh but again, they everybody just died uh, for dumb reasons, um, other than having to being ordered to kill him, and then him coming to kill everybody just to get the girl. Uh, he gets the girl and saves her, but then finally, after I don't know, like almost an hour and ten minutes of the whole movie, he remembers. Oh wait. What about my gold? So luckily he was able to find his gold, which they made it super small. So he got super angry about that. Um, and then the, uh, by accident, the scientist makes him larger. And so now he's out here just trying to find this other dude, which I thought was so dumb that he uh, got scratched. And so then he had to take off his shirt. And I just sat there like, why'd you have to take off your shirt? There's like, there was no reason for you to take off the shirt. Uh, but then in the end, they just pulled off uh, an alien. Um, and when I say an alien or the alien, uh, one of the movies called Alien, I think it was like Alien 2 or 3. Um, but there's one where they're trying to get rid of the alien. And then the one thing that they do is that she uses their the, the acid that they have to open up a window and it sucks the alien out and that's basically what they did they didn't really break something they just got him locked in like they they were able to to get, leave the room and then, then open the room and then he just kind of exploded in space but he wasn't dead because at the end he was still able to flip them off <laughs> so He's going to live again? I don't know. We'll see how 5 and 6 come uh, come around to it. But we're not going to see it till next year uh, for St. Patrick's Day. So uh, we don't have to worry about having to sit through crappy movies at all after that. Um, but again, we had no investment on any characters from both 3 and 4. Um, I think in any of them. Uh, because even this guy, uh, the leprechaun alien, whatever, uh, sticks, you know, he makes this whole concoction and sticks it to the the mitten, whoever, whatever the, the leader was, right, who's a cyborg. And then he dies, but then all of a sudden he regenerates as a spider, and the only thing he says is, I want flies, I want flies. And I'm like, okay. This has nothing to like. They ended up like he ended up dying the the Terminator way ish kind of right. They froze him up and then they just shot him once and he just exploded. And that was it. That was it. There, there was no 
no reason to have that. We, that's like, why are we dealing with so multiple different type of creatures? Like you had your first alien leprechaun creature, and then all of a sudden this other creature, and so now they have to deal with him. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I guess whoever whoever wrote it thought that's that's exactly what you you know what you have to deal with when you're in space, right? You're not only dealing with this other alien life form, you're dealing with what can be created within a location in your own spaceship. Anyway, it ended with the normal classic, um, classic, uh, the ship's about to uh, self-destruct and then they were able to find the code uh, one second before it exploded. So, that's also parodied throughout every place that you can think of where uh, I think the best one who shows it, it's, um, oh my gosh, it's the one with Tim Allen. I am drawing a blank and I'm going to find it right now. But the one with Tim Allen where he, uh, they play like Star Trek uh, characters, but it's not Star Trek. And then um, when they are in the actual location, they like they find out that these uh, other uh, life forms created the actual like ship and everything and brought them over to help them defeat someone else well they get to a point where they have to turn something off and when they press the button it's not it's not turning off until it hits like one second and they're like why did it wait till one second and they're like oh yeah because in the show it always waited till one second and i thought that was the most uh, like accurate thing to think of when it comes to um uh, when it comes to thinking of, of, of those type of uh, scenarios, right? Like, so they had to wait for that moment, that one second. Uh, I found it. Galaxy Quest. Uh, actually made in 99. And even Galaxy Quest had a lot. I, I feel like it still had its, um, you know, kind of difficulties when it comes to CGI. But again, it was in the 90s. But not as bad as this movie. 100% not as bad as this movie. <laughs> um, but there you have it. That, that was both 3 and 4. I double featured it. It wasn't so long because it, I, it, there was no investment at all in anybody. And I have repeated that so much because I want you to understand there was no reason for anything else. He didn't even go after his goal until the end. And it wasn't even like, I'm going to murder everybody because they took my goal. It was just more like, I'm killing people and then be like, oh, yeah, my goal. Right. That was that was it. And then he ends up dying like Kenny in South Park. So he's going to show up again in five and six. I, I want to figure out how he shows up because number five is called in the hood and number six is called back to the hood. So hopefully whoever wrote that made a connection of how he returned back to the hood. But we will see that next year. So I hope you guys enjoyed it um, because I enjoyed the ridiculousness of it, but I did not enjoy the movies. <laughs> they were so dumb. They had, they really had no scare factor at all. So if someone's like, hey, let's watch a scary movie. Like, oh, I found Leprechaun. You are not going to be scared at all. You're going to sit there and be like, am I watching a Goosebumps movie? Am I really sitting here watching this Disney uh, uh, horror special, right? You know, you know, spooky special. Like it was, it wasn't scary at all and very ridiculous and everything that the leprechaun said was just dumb they they forced rhymes that didn't need to be there but they had to do it because i guess that's leprechauns rhyme all the time and 
it, so far when I've looked at uh, folklore, um, as I tried to study a little bit of Leprechaun, never said that they like rhyme all the time. Um, but I guess in this one, they had to try to make him rhyme, except in the fourth one, he didn't really rhyme too much. But in the first, like, three, he always had to rhyme. Anyway, again, no continuity. The only continuity that we had this whole time was Warwick Davis, and I thank him for all his work that he did as an actor and that he's done as an actor. But, yeah, that's I think that's the only thing, that's the only way we know that that he's the, the leprechaun, but we don't know if it's all the same at all. But anyway, stay tuned. We are done with our... Uh, now uh leprechaun or what do you call it st patrick's theme um for march and so now we're going to be heading it's not going to be now if you thought about doing like every month i tried but then i realized it was it was just going to be too difficult to do every month because not there's not a lot of horror films that do month by month like there's not a may there's not really the june so i kind of now the next part off it's going to be a lot of like summer and school themes that we're going into and we're kicking it off with uh, Willy's Wonderland. Uh, so stay tuned. That will come out on our regular schedule on Sunday. So now expect all of these to come out uh, every Sunday at 10 p.m. And so that way you, you're not 10 p.m. That sounds too late for you guys. Uh, 10 a.m. So that way you guys can enjoy your uh, good old Sabbath day per se. Uh, listening to the podcast and us discussing all these horror films. So. Uh, I will see you guys next time and thank you so much for actually riding with me to catch up with all these uh, movies that we had passed. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to the ridiculousness of all these movies, um, but uh, you guys did it and we did it. We we made it through it and we made it through. We caught up and now we get to enjoy the rest of the year doing what we do best is giving you great contact. So uh, love you guys and see you guys next time.